Hey everyone, it's Pastor Mike Adkins, and I want to welcome you to Next Steps, where the teaching pastors of Grace Church help you focus on taking a next step in your spiritual life. If you're not listening there already, I invite you to take a moment to download the free Grace app. It's the best place to hear and share messages and to get connected with what's going on here in the life of our church. Just search Grace Church Orlando in your app store or head to discovergrace.com forward slash app to find it. Pastor Clint Harrison and Pastor Grant Nixon and I hope that these podcast conversations will help you take your next step toward Christ. Hey guys, welcome back to Next Steps, the podcast that helps you take your next step toward Christ. I'm here with Pastor Clint. What's going on? And Pastor Grant. Hey everybody. Hey guys, we're in the middle of a series right now we've been doing called Pray, Serve, Give, and Gather, and we've talked about praying and serving and giving, and now we're going to talk about the church gathered. Yeah. So as we uh, come together to talk about this right now, um, let's let's start with like the reason why we gather in the first place. Mm-hmm. We gather because we are created in the image of God, and God is triune, he is one in three, and in perfect communion and relationship with himself. And so we could actually describe God as a community of one. Mm. And so because we're creating his image, um, we reflect that community of one. We have a desire for otherness. We have a desire for connection and relationships and, and, and the ability just to be able to be with other people. And that's really challenging right now. Whether, and, and also, I mean, whether people are gathering on a Sunday morning with the church or not, they're gathering with somebody. That's right. Like then that's a reflection of, of being, uh, uh, being created in the image of God. Like if, if you pass a, a ball field on a Sunday morning and there are, you know, families with, with kids playing ball or whatever, and just packed in there, why are they gathering like that? It's not necessarily just because of baseball. It's because right. they want to belong. They That's want right. to connect in a certain way. Know? It's 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 community. It's it's why some of you guys live in neighborhoods where there's a really strong community identity. Why? Because people want like they want to gather, and and it's it's how God wired us. Even you introverts out there, I'm not one, but <laughs> I've heard. You know, I've, even, I've heard of these. What are they called? <laughs> <Yeah>. Introverts. <laughs> Who are these strange Who people? Who are these introverts? But like you, you long to be with others as well. Yeah, it's not true. just oh, I'm an introvert now. I don't want to be around anyone ever. No, you long for companionship. You long for a relationship and all of those things. That's right. Sometimes even when you talk about introverts and extroverts, it's really just a matter of number of relationships that you can connect to. Mm -hmm. Introverts love to have a few people that they can connect with deeply. And so there's, there's a sense in which, you know, we're all wired, no matter how we're wired, introvert, extrovert, we're still wired to be in connection with each other. That's right. So let's talk about uh, what Christian community looks like. Yeah, because as you were mentioning, it's difficult to gather right now uh, in the ways that we're used to, but we can still gather. That's right. Like yeah. like by God's grace, right? Like we've got technology, all That's of awesome. us. I, I When this is over, if I hear the word Zoom anymore, I'm going <laughs> like... Or social distancing. Or social, or any of that. But <laughs> like, but we have we do have Zoom. We do have FaceTime. We do have text. We do have phone calls, right? Like we have technology yeah. that's allowing us to continue to gather in a certain way, but... The thing that's different is, like, Christian community, that gathering looks different. Yeah. Even even online, like, even when we gather together, there's certain things that mark Christian gathering. Because you couldn't say, well, hey, Clint, uh, you're you're a Christian. Pastor Mike, you're a Christian. We, we all have Xboxes. Why don't we get online and just play Halo together every night, right? And so we're just— Sounds awesome. We're, it does sound awesome. <laughs> i got to be honest. Awesome. That sounds pretty awesome. Link me In up. fact, you know what? Uh, I think podcast over. Let's go, guys. Let's just get out of here. Well, this but, has been next steps. With- but if we did that, if we did that every night, you know, and then at the end of it, I was like, "Well, yeah, no, I had Christian community. I was yeah. I was connected to Pastor Mike and Pastor Clint. You right. were connected via Xbox Live, but you weren't connected in a Christian community uh, piece." And so i I think I think when we talk about it again, the method of gathering might look different, but the mission doesn't. 
And yeah. so there's certain characteristics yeah, of Christian good. gathering. And so when you think about are you connecting, are you gathering during this time, there's few characteristics of Christian gathering that, that don't change. Like, like just for example, um, one of them is the Scriptures tell us that we fulfill the law of Christ when we bear one of those burdens. Right. And so when you're gathering, when you're connecting to other Christians, are you are you helping bear their burdens in a certain way, that's right. right? Like yeah. that's 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 a mark of it. And so, yeah. so, so one of the things that you're describing is really what you're ta- describing is that Christian relationships have a depth to them that's a little bit different that's than right. maybe superficial yeah. friendships. That's right. And there's nothing wrong with necessarily. I'm not I'm not a video game player, but but yeah. there's nothing necessarily wrong with playing video games with other guys, and that might be an expression of friendship. Right. But it's not. Sure. An expression of Christian community necessarily, yeah. right? I mean, because what you just described was Christian community actually has a goal in mind. That's yeah. right. In other words, it's not just going out and having a couple of beers with their buddies, although that can be part of it. Yep. If it goes deeper, if it drives to the heart of yep. things, how oh, can man. I bear the Baptist your... in me got real uncomfortable? How with can that? The, the Presbyterian <laughs> in me got really happy? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but, but how can you know? So, so as you're hanging out together, how how do I bear your burdens without knowing them, mm. without mm. actually like plumbing the depths of who you are? That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. And that's what and so real Christian connection looks like that. We are getting at the heart of it. We're trying to listen to one another. We're trying to I mean James 5:16 tells us to confess our sins to one another, yeah. pray for one another yeah. that we may be healed. Yeah. Like the the gauntlet there is dropped that if you're going to be in Christian community, you are going to open up the most vulnerable, the most honestly, sometimes the most embarrassing things about your life. Right. You're going to display your weaknesses to one another, and then, by the way, the other ones, you're going to help them with it. Right. Yeah. It's one of my favorite uh, passages of scripture. Scripture altogether, for just a, like a few different reasons. Like number one, it's not about taking your confessions to a priest or a pastor. Mm-hmm. Now we all get those. Like we have people who come right. and say, "I got to tell you something." Yeah. Right. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. You can come to us and you can say, "Hey." I need to tell you some stuff. I just sure. had it happen today, right? Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with that. But the ideal in Scripture is that you're doing it with one another. Yeah. Mm. Is that you're, you're, you, we have built such a community and we have such a church culture where you can come and you can lay out your fears and worries. You can lay out your shameful areas, you know, and say, you know what? This is, you know, because of the gospel, I've been set free of this, but I'm struggling with it. I'm going to be And vulnerable. I love, yeah. yeah, I love the part where it says, it says, you know, confess your sins one to another so that you may be healed. That's mm. right. Because if you do not confess, if you live quietly with your sin, you will not be healed. That's yeah, a basic powerful. psychological principle. Yeah. It is. It's a basic psychological. You hide in the darkness and the light will not reach you. So God's plan for healing for a lot of us in our lives is is authentic Christian community. Authentic That's right. It's being honest with one another. That's right. That's and, right. and do you have those relationships? Are you really gathering with people in that way? You know, and so, I mean, even right. for the church, I mean, the institution of the church is Acts 2, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. the idea is, is that they are fellowshipping with one another. And that mm-hmm. word, it is deeper than a Halo game or deeper than, hey, we're going to play poker tonight. Yep. It's, hey, we're going to center our lives around God's word. We're going to center our lives around prayer. We're going to center our lives around eating together. And what That's that right. means is, is spending time together. And investing in one another and confessing to one another. That's right. And, you know, a lot of people even think that it could turn to communion there. And so I know it's up in the air back and forth, but the idea that... (laughs) The idea that... It's firmly on the ground. It's a settled issue. Yeah, it's settled. (laughs) But it's the idea that we gather together and we center our lives around Jesus. That's right. And so... Yeah. I I do think it's important for us to recognize that um, not all people... 
and not all places are the right people and places to do that with. You know what That's I mean? Right. Mm. Sometimes we have to, we have to choose who are going to confess to because, That's you know, right. we don't want the words to come out of our mouths into someone else's ears. You know, uh, you know, I say something to someone else and then they go and tell five other people. Yeah. There's wisdom so there. One of the, yep. one of the, one of the things that we want in our church culture at grace is we want to be a place where, you know, there, there are no perfect people. That's just a fact, including the three of us in here, right? We're sinners in need of grace and mercy constantly. Um, but if we truly, truly believe that, what we mean then by that is that sin is present in our church, mm. in our people and in us, and we have to do something with it. You know what I mean? And we can do a couple of things. We can hide. Yeah. We can lie, you know, or we can run. Mm. And I think all three of those examples are terrible examples for us, but we've all seen people do that and it wrecks their life. That's, right. that's why it's so important for us to have a healthy church culture that says you can be real with your sin, but we're going to challenge you. We're not going to leave you in your sin. That's good. And, and you know, this talking about this, this church culture and, and talking about what these, this Christian gathering looks like, you know, I'm, I'm so glad Clint, you brought up acts Two. One of the things it says about this community, it says every day, they met together. Yeah. They prioritize these relationships. And I think about during this time right now, are you prioritizing gathering with, with Christians in this way? Are you prioritizing these Christian relationships? Because I got to be honest, guys, it has been incredibly easy. Not not easy in the sense that I've enjoyed it, but easy for me to be isolated yep. in my home. It's been very easy for me to isolate myself with Netflix, it's been very easy for me to isolate myself by, well, I mean, I can't go hang out in the regular places and whatever. It's very easy for me not to pick up the phone. It's very easy for me not to jump on the Zoom call. Um, and one of the marks of Christian community is we prioritize one another. Um, and so we need to, because if we're not, then unfortunately we're probably doing one of the things Pastor Mike just said. We're gonna we're gonna run or we're hiding or yeah. you know we're lying and, yeah. and we're going to we're gonna do those things. And so. I, that's that's been a big gut check for me during this time is am I making these relationships a priority? Am I staying connected? Because it takes work. At this time, it takes a lot more work, it seems, yeah. than usual. Um, but it's but it's a big deal. It's a mark of what Christian community looks like. I would even say, you know, on, on Sunday for the idea of gathering, it's really easy that I've found because I am watching on a TV, it's it's harder for me at times to engage. Yeah. And I have to actually give energy to, oh, yeah, this is really important. Like, mm. what we're doing right now matters, yeah. and it matters for my family. It matters for my kids. It matters for my wife. It matters for the discussions that we have. And so, like, that's something that's been huge for me is that I have to actually engage in the conversation, engage in worship, engage in prayer. And when we're taking communion, actually stopping and slowing down and saying, okay, <laughs> It's time. Like I want, I want to go to the Lord, and it's spiritual. Like even though it's on TV right now, yep. and even though it's That's online, right. like right. God is moving in ways where lives are changing. We're seeing it all over, actually, the country, which is we just are. crazy. That's exactly right. Uh, we were just talking today in our in our team, and there is families in Ecuador that are watching our services. <sighs> That's right. I mean, it's incredible, and yeah. God's working. But we have the responsibility as the church to engage when we gather, even right. though it looks differently. That's right. You know, going back to what we were talking about before, that Christian community really is all about mission. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's about a depth of interaction and a quality of interaction that makes a difference. Some of the best scriptures, I think, in the entire Bible describing this is what you just quoted a second ago, Clint, um, Acts chapter 2, verses 42 through 47. I'm going to read them real quick and uh, just kind of deconstruct them for a second. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. 
Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property, possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes. They ate with glad and sincere hearts, Mm. praising God and enjoying the favor of all people. What a powerful thing. They enjoyed the favor of people outside the church. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. When we do Christian community well it actually has an impact on lost people. That's right. That's right. People look at us and they go, wow. And I think this is part of the reason why, and we've talked about this before, but I think this is part of the reason why um, the Bible says that we are to do good to everyone, but first to the household of faith. Mm. Why? Because they want, you know, the scriptures want the outsiders to look into the church and go, what a healthy, strong, positive, vibrant community that is. I want that. I want that. Yeah, that's right. We, uh, we just the other day, just talking about how God uses the testimony of the community, just the other day, our, our landlord came over, and we were talking about our inevitable move and, and all of that. And and uh, you know, we I said I said the date that we were going to move, and and she said, "Well, I already know you don't need any help." And I went, "What does that mean?" And she said, "Well, the day you moved in, there were twenty people from your church, you know, that were there, and they brought you like they they brought your family dinner, and I, I let someone in early before you got there so they could fill your pantry and fill your refrigerator so it's not empty when you get there." And and she's like, "I'm." I guess that's going to continue, right? Like, I guess they're, they're going to be there to help you move, I would assume. And I go, they absolutely are. Yeah. And she said, that is remarkable. Mm-hmm. You know, and this person's not, they're not in the church. Like, they're yeah. not, they're not following Jesus. And, and she's, and, and it's, it's made her stop and go, that is remarkable. Like, God is using the testimony of the gathered church mm-hmm. um, to, uh, to, to spread his fame among, among yeah. all. It also shows that people are watching. Yeah, you know, I mean, people watch Christian community and they, so they watch our failures and they yeah. watch our successes and they draw conclusions from them. Yeah. You know, I mean, Absolutely. they look, they look at us and they look at our families and they say, and that's not to say that we have to, again, hide or lie or run away or even pretend that everything's perfect. In fact, sometimes I think what is most beautiful about deep Christian community is when people see people sharing things that nobody would share with someone else normally Yeah, yeah. and then receive grace and peace from it. Because it's, you know it's I mean? otherworldly. It's otherworldly. That's a great it's, way of they, saying it. They see, they like. It's honestly, it's it's a glimpse of heaven, right? And they go, "Wow, what is that? Yeah, it's so bright. I mean, it's, and it's the, attractive. It's the light of the world, right? It's like the it's the they see the light and they're like, "Wow, look at that. Yep, that's amazing. Like, why and does it, that stand out? It's attractive and people yeah. want that. You know, exactly. so that's part of what it means to be a in Christian community and also on mission. I experienced this. Uh, this was a couple of months ago. We have been meeting as a group and as people were kind of talking about things that were going on in their lives and they were confessing and talking about different things, there's this guy who's very new to everything and he was listening and processing and been part of this. And he just said, man, like this is so beautiful. This is so amazing. And he just opened up about a porn addiction that he's had and Mm -hmm. that he didn't know like how to handle it and that he didn't even realize it was a bad thing and that it was starving things out of his marriage and all of those things. And it was just this incredible moment of Mm. gospel community where God was moving and working to where he felt open and vulnerable enough to say, I want to be a part of this. I want to see God change my life too. It was, it was incredible. That's right. That's fantastic. Um, I have a story that's um, similar to that. We've got, we had a guy and his wife, Chris and Janelle early, and they're going to listen to this up in Kentucky. So, Hey, Chris, and, uh, oh man, I hope it's not the same story Clint just told. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> It'd be real weird. <laughs> Hear their names. Chris, Chris struggled with uh, no, 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 no. It's nothing like that, actually. 
Um, but it's really funny because um, they're at a, I won't tell you what church they're at, because they're at a giant church in Kentucky. And it's a fantastic church. I mean, great, great, great church and everything. And they've been, they were part of it or whatever. But Chris. Hillendale, right? <laughs> but Chris <laughs> continues. He just, they've left the church, but they're like the worst leavers ever. <laughs> because, because they're, I mean, I looked at, I was looking at giving yesterday and, and there's a big check from Chris, you know, and there's oh, his, man. there's, <laughs> there's, awesome. and, 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 and every time we do something on Facebook, Chris is there, you know, they've come back like three times. They're like the worst leavers ever. They're <laughs> like, awesome. I'm like, you're here just as much as you were before, you know, but here's the reason why, you know, I was sitting with Chris one day and I said, um, maybe one day the Lord will let you come back. And he started tearing up mm. and he started crying and he goes, that's what I want. That's what I'm praying mm. for. You know, and that's, that's what cool. I'm working towards. Wow. And the reason for that was because of the connections that Chris made with guys in our church, mm. you know, and Janelle as well. Yeah. You know, and we love those guys to death yeah. and, yeah, and they're, they're just, they're just amazing. But, but it's what it really is at the end of the day, Christian community is attractive and it's not reproducible everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we don't always, you just can't transfer culture from one place to another, you know? And so I actually think that God's doing something really, really special with grace at all of our campuses. There is a kind of unity and a kind of like openness to the gospel, as well as like you were talking about just a second ago, radical transpar- transparency that comes yeah. when people don't condemn you when you reveal your sin. Right. It's a beautiful thing. So, so here's a question. Um, yeah. just put on the table right now. Okay. Um, Everything's been going really well online. I mean, yeah. we heard nothing but positive comments and great things. We yeah. have definitely heard people say, we can't wait to get back. And by the way, I know I speak for all of us right now. We cannot wait to get back oh, yeah. Amen. Uh, sure. to campuses and to preaching yeah, yeah. and live rooms instead of cameras. I'm preaching to cars that drive by on Sunday morning. <laughs> Absolutely. I saw you on the side of the road yeah, with, yeah. A, with a, with a, with a poster. Out. You're welcome. Nice. It, was, it was awesome. And uh, so, so, so. We're, we're excited about getting back, yeah. but let me just ask this question. Everything's going really well. It's a little bit cheaper to do ministry like this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why would we just not continue to do this and just do this and this only? Yeah. I, I think one of the ways to answer your question is with another question, which is how how is everybody else feeling right now about missing the physical gathering of the church together? Like Like what was your life like before when the church was physically gathering and we were worshiping together and we were taking part of the sacraments together and we were, yeah. you know, we were seeing each other face to face and we were singing together and listening to the word together. How was your life like before? What was that? How was that impact on Sunday morning like versus now? Now, I completely agree with you. Like, I think the online worship experience, the team that puts that it's together, I, I do think I speak for all three of us at the table now <laughs> when I say that we are the least important uh, cogs <laughs> in that system. I mean, it's... Un- Insert me here. I mean, it tru- <laughs> truly, guys. I mean, am I wrong? Like, we show up and they plug us in, and then they edit us, and we're like, wow, it sounds really smart. I remember Yeah, really, they're just running Andy Stanley sermons <laughs> through. Exactly. We're just <laughs> standing there, lips are lip-syncing. That's true. People can't tell the difference, though. No, it's, it's crazy. crazy. It's really Just good. like him. Um, but but what's what's you know it's going fantastic it it is reaching people um, but it is different right yes, and I think everyone would say it is different and yeah. so people are wanting to get back together just like we're wanting to get back together um, because the spirit of God moves in His gathered church right. in a very special way yep. and you you see that throughout the scriptures we keep talking about Acts two we've right. said it over and over and over again this is the physical gathering of God's people together in right. His spirit 
pours out on them. And I'm not saying the Spirit of God is not with us in our living rooms every Sunday right. morning. Clearly, clearly he is. And, and we're also not saying that doing something online like this is wrong. No. Right. No, um, no, no, no. It's, yeah. it's great. In fact, we've even talked about our our approach to online has changed forever now. Forever. Yep. Now, we're not saying it's going to continue like it has been, of course, but... We, we're now rethinking, you know what, there there are people we're reaching who are limited and can't physically yep. gather right. for whatever reason. Well, and some of those reasons are things like, you know, they live in a rural area. They sure. have family members that go to Grace. Yep. Clint, you mentioned just a minute ago that we have people from all over the country. That is absolutely true. Yep. We hear it every single week somebody else is tuning in from somewhere uh, in this country and also around the world. We're right. seeing people actually tune in, which is really, really amazing. But sometimes it's like, you know, they live in rural Minnesota sure. where there is no great church yep. or anything like that. And yeah. so do we or just roads. abandon them or, <laughs> or not frozen things? So, so they live in the frozen cold and they don't want to leave and they can't leave. And so right. grace comes to them, which That's is a right. powerful tool that it, that it is. But it does not substitute it, for the gathered church. Right. Exactly. It does not replace that, that at all. Yeah, I really like that. I mean, it, it, as a matter of fact, you can think of it like this. It's not an either or, but it's a both and. So at That's Grace, good. we want to move forward in online presence because we want to reach our neighbors. We want to reach others for Jesus. We want to care for those who are in need who That's maybe good. can't physically come for whatever yeah. reason. As a matter of fact, I was talking to a guy who said he's got his entire um, home that he has a bunch of elderly men and women who are there who are listening in and watching mm-hmm the video every week, they can't do that otherwise. And so these are opportunities for them to hear the gospel, to hear truth, to be encouraged and all those things. So it's not an either or, uh, but it's a both and. We want to do that, but we also want to press in and say, if you can, come and be Mm -hmm. present and gather. And so as we look forward to having services um, in person, we long for you to be there to actually take communion in person. That's right. To actually right. pray with other people in person and sing songs out loud and feel that and sense that and and, and see the presence of God. Dude, I love what you just said. You said it really quick, and it's I think it's super profound. It hit me in the face. It's this idea you said you said to reach our neighbors with the online. I I wonder, like for for all of us moving forward, are we using the online worship experience? as removing that barrier for people, yep. you know, so they can see what the service is like, so we can remove a lot of the questions and the what-ifs. Maybe they participate online so that one day they will come through the door. It's, it's like the same idea of why do, we, why do we have an online presence? Why do we have social media? Yep. Right. Why, do we have, why do we have a parking team? Why do, we have, you know, why, why do we have all these things? We're trying to remove all the barriers we can to get people to hear from God, like yeah. to hear That's God's right. Word. And so what a great opportunity to to maintain the online worship experience in some way and then to use it. And so I, I got to be honest, like I, this kind of convicting to me thinking about this time, have I been using our online worship experience as a tool to reach people, mm. like as, as something that's easy for people to click on? Because we, we know people are doing it, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I mean, we do, we do know people are doing it, and we know that in the past, even when we just had a limited experience with our online stuff before, that people would mm-hmm. listen to sermons before they would even come to our campuses. Yeah, that's right. They want to know people. It's a large step for somebody who's not part of the community to come to church, and we, Absolutely. if we've been in the so church scary. for a long time, we yeah. forget that. You yeah. know, and so it helps people take that first step into the church. That's right. You know, all of this kind of revolves around and kind of comes full circle to what we started with, and that is you were creating the image of God for relationships and to be in community with one another. And because of that, even though this is as wonderful as it possibly can be, and our team's doing an incredible job with all of that, it's not the same as no. being in person. That's and right. we want you guys to know we miss you a ton. Yeah. We look forward to 
getting back with you as soon as possible. We're going to wait and do that as safely as possible Mm -hmm. because the strong take care of the weak. And we want to make sure that we were able to provide the experience for everybody we possibly can. All right, guys. Uh, it's been a great. Uh, it's been a great. This has been awesome. Yeah, yeah it's been fun. It's been yeah, good. it's, it's been, been great. Fun. All right, we hope that this has been helpful to you. And if it has, please rate and review Next Steps on the Apple Podcasts. This is Pastor Mike, Pastor Clint, Pastor Grant. Watch out for murder wasps. We'll see. You. <laughs> <laughs> Three weeks in a row. He got it in. He got Three it. In. You didn't weeks think I was going to mention it. I did not. I, I did have not, not forgotten. I thought we made it. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see you guys. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Due to the coronavirus, Grace is not gathering in person right now, but we're still worshiping and learning together online each week. Find out how you can be a part of Grace at Home at discovergrace.com.